Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Doing the Thing podcast. This is your host, Jason Madden, along with my co-host, Phil Macko. How are you doing today, brother? Man, I'm doing wonderful, Jason. It's good to be back in the saddle with you, bud. Yeah, always, always. Uh, these things are uh, awesome. I love doing this. It charges me up, and I love being able to broadcast some good content and information. Um, today, I want to talk a little bit about personal branding. Now, now, is it like like a race car? You're, you're going to put a logo on everything or like a big corporate company or something like that. This is more in terms of branding yourself towards maybe that next role, that next job, that next career path. Uh, this could even apply to those business owners as well. Uh, what do you think about that topic? Yeah, I think it's a fantastic topic. So one of the things, one of the many things we hope to accomplish in our podcast is to be a resource to folks. And whether that resource be, you know, helping them explore coaching services that we provide, that's fantastic if we can, helping them better themselves in their job career search, that's fantastic if we can, helping businesses know this evolving, insanely evolving space that we're in. And Rapidly evolving landscape. Rapidly evolving landscape, yeah. And I think personal branding is an important topic. Um, as as Jason knows, I just finished book five, and that was on prospect strategies for the digital marketing post-pandemic age. That's not the title, but that's what it was about. And so the concept of corporate branding has evolved and changed. But within that corporate branding, personal branding plays a huge role. So, Jason, I know you teach this kind of stuff. First of all, let's define what is personal branding for the audience. Yeah, so you want to think of it more as identifying what is unique about you and then kind of marketing that uniqueness is how you present yourself to others and potential employers. So, um, you know, think about think about car manufacturers, uh, food products, you know, like in, in, in my context where I teach my courses, like military branches, they all package their brand to differentiate themselves. You kind of want to do that for yourself. Um, when employers see resumes or when, when people see your ad copy as a, your consultant business or your coaching business, you want to do something to stand out just a little bit more than the rest because you're going to have the same offerings. You're going to have a lot of the same offerings, maybe some small and slight differentiators in schools and education and, and maybe on certifications and things like that. So maybe we're thinking about, you know, soft skills. What are some of those unique experiences and contributions that you have? Hmm. That's interesting. You know, um, so I did some studies on how long it takes to form a first impression. So imagine yourself as a brand, whether you're out there in the market pursuing a job market opportunity, whether you're running your own business, whatever it may be that folks have visibility into you as a person, it's really establishing what makes you unique, you unique and what makes you stand out. And you're absolutely right. How many companies, as an example, make the claim, we provide the best client service and the best experience in the world? Well, hell, what does that mean? How do you define that? How's that any different from yeah, <laughs> 10 other people that make that same claim? So I think what you're saying at the core, first of all, is almost boiling down to a personal 
USP, unique sales proposition, or personal UVP, unique oh, value proposition. Yeah, it's a hundred percent sales. Um, and I know that's that's a four-letter word for a lot of people, but hey, everybody does it at the end of the day. Sales is a five-letter word, buddy. I know, I know, I know, <laughs> but they treat it like it's four. Uh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. So let's start at the very core foundational aspects. Like I mentioned, when I work with corporations, I always say, let's get your mission statement, let's get your USP, and let's get your UVP in place, because that informs everything else that you do. So foundationally, that personal benefit statement that you're talking about, how does a person go about doing that? You know, you know it's... Um... That per, so you, are you asking about like a professional introduction? No, that personal branding statement you mentioned. So it, it wants to emphasize your unique employment experience and contributions. That's primarily what you want to do. And in previous episodes, we used um, a format called STAR. Do we? Do you remember talking about the STAR statement format? Uh, situation, task, actions, results. You want to kind of... Use that as almost a template for it. It's not It's not perfect. It's not the only way to do it. But I think that's a really great start to be able to help defining how you have those differentiators. Interesting. Situation, tasks, ac actions, and results. Yeah, and you want to have it align with your values. You want it to build on your strengths. It has to have a focus. It should be consistent, authentic, and create a positive impact. Oh, man. I so want to put you on the spot right now, but if you say no, I'll understand it. What does okay. a good <laughs> what does a good personal branding statement sound like? Oh, my gosh. Let me see where I can find an example because I actually had a military person do one in class uh, a couple of weeks ago, he was a senior officer, and I'm going to have to look through my notes to see, can we go back to that in a little bit? Because I want to share this person's star statement. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We can. All right. So um, building on that, you know, I think then you have to develop a strategy. So let's look at the assets and tools you have. There are face-to-face -face interactions, networking events where you introduce yourself. Certainly you wanna have that personal branding statement as your quote unquote elevator pitch, right? Mm -hmm. There are digital assets you can employ. LinkedIn is something common to everybody. What's not common about LinkedIn profiles is how good they are. Um, then thinking about where do the influencers and where is the audience for the types of things that I do and the type of person I am, where do they live? Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Meta, whatever it's called, right? So that leads into creating a personal branding strategy. What does that look like, Jason? That, so you leveraging social media for a personal branding strategy, you want to go back to those, those things. You want to go back to your values. You want to go back to being authentic, and you want to do them geared towards the role that applies to you. So, so one thing, so LinkedIn, 
I think that should be primary focus for most job seekers, unless you're in something that's artistic and visually representative, then maybe you want to move to more towards Instagram and, and TikTok or, or something like that. Maybe focus more so on Instagram because, you know, just hearing what we're hearing about right now on TikTok, that might not be a thing for much longer. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Um, but right now, don't put all your eggs in one basket on that end. But on LinkedIn, I see a lot of people doing really great things by contributing to influencer uh, content. So they see they see folks that are in the space that they're in, they want to be able to grow and, and listening to those influencers and talking and contributing like with comments in that LinkedIn, um, likes don't get you anywhere. You want to actually have shares and content and comments on your profile. So whether that's writing a, a small little article, that's fine. If you're not that great at writing, maybe do some videos here and there that, that talk about relevant topics to your industry. And that, all videos go to the top all the time. People see those things more frequently than your than your static posts. So if you just say a, a, write a post without a picture, like four or five lines, that's going to get buried. But if you do it along with a video or some great graphics or a picture, that's going to bring you to the top. And wait, the reason why that's important is if you're in that career transition space or even having that business, you want to have as much visibility as possible. And, and contributing in that way, that's going to get you up there. Um, leveraging the rest of the um, the platforms like Facebook and um, Twitter even. I know Twitter is kind of a cesspool, but you want to leverage that too so you know what a company's up to. So if you're, if you're researching larger Fortune 500 companies, usually you're going to find their CEOs on there. You're going to find board members on there. You're going to find that company profile, and they're going to be broadcasting the news about that company. Well, holy crap, what if you started writing about that in your tweets? What if you started writing about that in your LinkedIn uh, and, and even contributing to those contents, commenting on them and, and putting your thoughts towards them on how you can potentially contribute or what, what might be a great thing to do? I wouldn't recommend like direct messaging everybody, uh, at least not with an ask, but if you direct message somebody that's high profile person, do a contribution direct message. Like, like, Hey, um, you know, that was great content. Thank you for putting out there. This helped me X, Y, and Z leave it at that. If they want to reach out back out to you. They'll reach back out to you, but don't spam people. Um, but yeah, did I answer that question? Yeah. You know, what, what comes to mind about what you're, um, what you're saying. First of all, I'm going to draw a quick analogy. When I was in high school, I played football and one of my best coaches said I was a run, I was a fullback. And he said, no matter if you're hurt or not, every time you get hit and tackled, I want you to get up slowly. And the reason I want you to get up slowly is because that one time when you're actually hurt, people just think that's your rhythm instead of, oh, we got them now. Right. Um, <laughs> and the analogy doesn't apply as well as I wanted it to now that I'm hearing myself say it. But when you talk about like, not just liking, but commenting, creating videos, creating content, the mistake that so many people make as they're trying to build their personal brand is the intentional, the intentionality behind why they're reaching out. And it looks like this. Hey, I saw your profile. You're doing great things on coaching work. Love to be part of your connection. And then you read that and you go, oh, that was thoughtful. I'm going to connect with this person. Bam. We're selling XYZ services to a coach and we drive 5X and everything else. 
I don't know anything about you. I don't really care about you at this point. If instead you got into my profile and you started commenting on things in a thoughtful manner and you take that five or 10 second count, but instead apply it to five or 10 engagements before you reach out with a value proposition, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what we're talking about. Yes. Yes. Nobody never lead with the, the spam, never lead with that, lead with the value. And, and, and then you'll see if someone's actually open to hearing more about your awesome program and service. Absolutely. You want to think like yeah. an employer. I think that's the, the overall tenant right there. You want to think like that employer. What do they want to see versus what do you want to tell them? So let me ask you this, Jason. Um, this has been a good foundational conversation for personal branding. What's the investment of time? What are the do's and don'ts? And what's the payoff? So the payoff is obviously being noticed and and probably getting the job that that you um, you earned based off of your market value and your experience level. Um, so that's the value. The time in that shouldn't be much. It should not be much. You should be writing, you should be gearing your resume at the very beginning uh, towards your personal brand and building your LinkedIn towards your personal brand. Now, now with my military folks, I find it really, really easy to help them figure that out. One, take off the uniform on your LinkedIn profile picture because you're not a military person anymore or you're not going to be a military person anymore. And unless you want that to be your personal brand, unless you want people to immediately identify as like, okay, that's that soldier, that's that former colonel or uh, senior officer or whoever. Um, so visual is great. You know, when you take that picture, you know, you want to have a nice professional picture on your LinkedIn and your social media, um, take off, take off, put on your privacy settings in your social media, because what do some of most employers really look and research um, their job candidates? So if I find something on your Facebook page and it's wide open and it shows you partying up in, uh, in Florida or something like that, and that's not necessarily along with my company values, you can be doing yourself a disservice. So keep your things open to friends only maybe um, on, on those. Facebook should really be for friends and family unless you're in those Facebook groups and, and networking anyway. Um, but during that, you wanna take that uh, LinkedIn profile, make it look like your master resume. And what I mean, meant by it's easier with the military people because they have evals, evaluations. Uh, sometimes quarterly, sometimes annually. So people are constantly writing about them and, and the achievements that they've made over the course of their career. Some companies do that for, for their employees as well. So if you have that structure where you're getting the evals and things like that, you can actually use that as source material and give you some ideas on how to uh, navigate that personal branding. It's like, hey, I'm doing really well in these areas and, and uh, holy crap, I do have some very specific talents in this area that I can contribute that not a lot of people have. One way to do that too is maybe do a disc assessment. Disc assessments are great for identifying some of those natural talents. So it also gives you some of those cool keywords and buzzwords that you could put on there that might differentiate you from others. Um, writing that out on that LinkedIn, that whole page should be like a master resume, which is like a culmination of all of your, your experiences, your skills, your education, your training, your certifications, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But when you get down to that minutiae scale and you're doing a resume, you're targeting that. You're targeting that towards that job 
So you're, you're highlighting all those good points to the very top because you only got two pages. So you do those two pages and you can think about it for an ad copy too. You only have a couple of seconds to catch somebody's attention. So you want to bring the good stuff and the value to the very top. And that's where that executive summary is. And, and I can't find that one soldier's, um, I can't find that soldier's comment. So we'll have to do it on another episode. But basically what he said, he said that he had, um, I'm going to kind of do this from memory. So I'm going to butcher it. So I'm sorry if he's listening to this, but he was a senior uh, directorate level logistician who had um, who had um, successfully deployed 10,000 people and hundreds of millions of dollars of equipment overseas, resulting in you know, a major operation being very successful. And he was able to do that through delegation and, and, and going through systems and processes that were there through the military, and he was able to um, manipulate them to be uh, more in alignment with that mission. I think I thought that was really cool because it showed some critical and creative thinking in there. It showed a lot of initiative and it showed that he was able to actually let go of the reins and trust some of his subordinates too through that delegation piece. So, so those statements, those star statements can be very, very important. Interesting. So we're getting closer to a wrap on this session and I think it's been powerful. And I just want to summarize a couple key takeaways that those of you listening can apply today and get some benefit from not just today, but into the future. The first is that personal branding statement. If you don't, if you can't define yourself today in writing, or if you don't have yourself defined in a way that differentiates you from the pack, that demonstrates your skill sets using that situation, tasks, actions, and results formula, um, then that's certainly a, a first place to start. Sounds like, and that was a great tip, Separate your social social media from your professional social media and don't cross those lines. Put up limiters, filters, privacy settings, everything else to keep that personal part of your life separate. Because if you are pursuing something, whatever it may be, and people find you on Facebook to Jason's point, and there's a picture of you with a great big stogie in your hand and a beer in the other hand, and you know, you or worse, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've seen some bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. I think those are very good starting points. And then I think you said, you know, dedicate a little bit of time. Maybe that's 10 minutes a day before you get your day started just to comment on some things, get involved in some digital conversations, right? Yeah. Networking is key. You know, you know, your first stop and your easiest stop is, is online. But then getting out there and 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 shaking hands and, and meeting people that's super important wonderful well i think um we've covered some good starting point action items perhaps in the next session we can get into um, the more sophisticated elements maybe some examples of how to and not to comment and like and create articles and posts um, maybe pull up some screen shares and just kind of talk through them for those that are listening by audio. But I think this was a good foundational call, buddy. I think so too. It's just very, very much scratching the surface. I mean, we 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 can have uh, 
whole two-hour session on just this piece, but I think we've got the foundational details in place. Uh, of course, we are accessible online uh, through LinkedIn. Uh, you can definitely reach out to us, and we can definitely have a further conversation on it. Awesome. Well, listen, thank you, everybody who's listened. Please, if you enjoyed this session, share it with a friend who might benefit from it. Please, if you haven't subscribed, please do subscribe. Hit the like button if you like this episode too. And let us know the other things you might want us to chat about. Jason and I, between us, have more than five minutes of experience in certain things. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Awesome session, buddy. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Next week. See, thanks.